So Amy sends me a picture of the DOT bar on the trailer. And I'm glad I slept well last night. <laughs> I really am. Because I thought the first side was bad. The second side, you know, a friend <laughs> who is a welder is looked at it and went, yeah, we're going to need to get an acetylene torch to be able to do that. So I've got to look that up and see how much an acetylene torch costs to be able to fix, to be able to bend that other one back. And she's like, you know, at least to stop me from going off a cliff. I'm like, okay, this story is getting worse the more and more you're telling me. So I just, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't want to hear it right now. I'm literally trying not to have my heart explode out of my chest. I'm like, you know, I looked it up. Do you know what the biggest reason I'm not losing weight right now is? Stress. Yeah. I was going to say, you can't. It's the biggest. You, your face has been breaking out. Your mm -hmm. hair is thinning. You're <laughs> dealing with all the physical, you know, traits of being constantly stressed. And yeah. I think that's part of the reason why I want to encourage, you know, you to do stuff. and Because mm -hmm. I don't want you just sitting and thinking. Because if you're worried and thinking about other smaller, you know, yeah, building a chicken coop is like, we don't need it. We never needed it. Mm -hmm. We want more chickens, and we want to be able to have a bigger coop, and I want it, and you want to make me happy and all that. But I'm not going to lie, though. I was thinking about converting that thing into a quail coop and just having the <laughs> quail there and leaving the chickens where they are. <sighs> I don't know. I'm just I, My brain won't stop thinking, but do you know how many quail we could fit in that thing? I just it's like way too big for quail. No, actually there if if you can you can keep like up to like 50 quail into that thing that right there that we're having. That's 50 quail eggs a day. Actually it's like 30 quail eggs a day because like not all the quails would be uh female, you know. But then you find the ones that aren't laying eggs and you make them tasty. So, no, I was just I it's just I it was just a thought. So, <laughs> plus quail are quiet. They're more productive. They eat less, and I'm just I'm just thinking about it. And I'm like, well, may may I'm I I don't know. We'll see what we'll see how it happens. But yeah, I want to get outside and just work outside and get something done every day because this is just this is too much. It, it literally seems like I I sit and I say, hey, I need to de-stress, and everybody's like, no, fuck you. You're not going to de-stress. We're going to keep talking to you about things that are going to stress you out more. Like, I just. I can't handle this anymore. It's like I it literally is like a spit in my face is really what it feels like. And I know it's not anybody's fault and not any that nobody's conspiring to do it. That it's just everything from every direction has to stress me out. And it's like, wow. OK, no matter what, it's like my daughter's got to stress me out. The house has to stress me out. The, the job has to stress me out. The company has to stress me out. The stuff I have to get done has to stress me out. Money has to stress me out. You know, it's like. <sighs> and then as if that wasn't enough, you know, the realization that Monday. Right. Yeah. So, no, it's Sunday, Sunday. I have to call and find out if I'm selected for jury duty. And the problem is, is I know every single case that's coming up in this county. And there's only like two that I would be like, cool, I'm good. So just irritating. It's, and then the thought of, okay, so I'm definitely going to get, cause I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. I'm going to get, I'm going to get called for jury duty hundred percent. And then we're going to have to do the morning and the afternoon. And we're going to have to do them when I'm done with jury duty every single day. So I'm going to come home where I need to unwind after being in a jury, which jury duty is not this fun, pleasant little, everybody gets lunch type crap. You know, it's it's a strain, a strain. It's a pain in the butt. And then I'm going to be like, OK, and then the whole world's going to go, you know, while I'm in jury duty, I'm going to have to leave my phone here because it's just going to add on to everything. And it's like, you know, I said, turn in the trail. I just just uh, it's going to drive me crazy. So, yeah, I'm hoping to get the chicken coop done this weekend. <laughs> So, and then, you know, well, maybe, oh, I don't think we can convert the smaller one for quail, though. It'd be kind of nice. We could raise it up, but I don't think it's big enough. I don't know. I, the th I, I just, we just build I a separate like thing need, for quail. Yeah, I feel like we need, I need to show you the things that, like, because what I have in my head versus what, like, you're talking about are two very different things, mm. and I... I can see in my head what I would do if we did quail to make it easy and make it an adult and an whoa an adult only chore because mm -hmm. one it's it is easier 
but the way that my brain sees it is having a almost like long line box thing that they just sit in and you know when it's nice and cold outside you add some heat lamps and it's when it's you know hot outside or warm or whatever you don't need them and then it's easy to you know like have like a divider in the center of it to push them all over to one side clean out one side of it and then pull that divider and push them all over to the other side clean out the other side of it kind of thing because they don't really use nesting boxes so they they literally just pick a spot and just lay eggs there and then you know they're all over the coop so it's like i don't want the girls having to i mean they drop our chicken eggs and go oh i'm sorry i don't know what happened Mm -hmm. it's like if they dropped quail eggs i'd be kind of mad because they're already small (laughs) it's just you know unnecessary so it's like i i would love to have quail because quail are quiet and easy and it'd be a lot easier to add that into a routine with the adults because they don't require as much attention as chickens do. They won't mm-hmm. go through food anywhere near as fast <laughs> as the chickens do. And then now that we've got, you know, I feel like chickens are our test run. And now we're ready to add more and, you know, have it be a bigger coop and where we want them, that it's easier. And we're getting in the automatic door so that we can not have to always be out there to mm-hmm. be able to do that. And all like I just... I'm excited that we're taking those steps because we had our trial run (laughs) and now we're ready for the real thing and possibly expanding. So it's just, but I, when it comes to the the quail side of things, people that have them, they, they all think it's super, super easy and nice and, and happy. And you know, they, they, I always see the people online that have them. They go, no, I would never get rid of my chickens just to solely have quail eggs, Mm -hmm. but it is nice to be able to, you know, have the the quail eggs when the chickens are slowing down or as the chickens get older and all of that you're not solely dependent on one kind of egg and plus quail eggs are just tasty mm-hmm. <laughs> so i i'm and I'm when excited. it comes to sushi and sashimi and things like that like honestly yeah. d- if, if you haven't had it i will tell you that one of the biggest richest joys you can have in life is literally a piece of like salmon nigiri um, and then you put a little ikura on top of that. And then you put a quail egg yolk mm. on top of that with some green onion. And that is literally the richest bite of sushi that you could ever have. And it's just like, you know, it's insane. But yeah. And and also it's like, you know, I, I it's funny because people are like, well, quail eggs are so much smaller. Yeah, but they're easy to pop open. They're easier for the shells to break down. Um, and you know what? If you're making eggs, it's really not that big a deal when you know how to crack open an egg, mm-hmm. whether or not you're cracking open one or three, because, yeah, it's three quail eggs to make a regular egg. OK, but if your quails are twice as production, pr- twice as productive, eat half as much and you can have three times as many. Mm-hmm. It just makes better sense. Plus, I can't think of a cuter deviled egg. Man, that little itty bitty bite right there right Mm -hmm. i mean seriously it's like yeah it's a lot of work yeah no you know what it it really isn't and even then that's kind of what we're talking about with you know a lot of it that we'll get into as we get further into this is the whole looking at food as being a lot of work for us like we're trying to move away from that because we're trying to slow down with you know creating and having good meals it's you know not going and pulling something out of the freezer popping in the microwave and eating that it's never going Mm -hmm. to be good for you like it is to sit down and make food Mm -hmm. and learn how to for us in particular to you know depending on what we're making figuring out what we're going to make so that we have extras not for us but for the freeze dryer or for the chickens or for the quail or whatever it is that we have Mm -hmm. and not just you know going oh yeah we made all this food and now we have leftovers and we're never going to eat them like because you know having you know extras of certain foods nothing nothing nobody's going to go back and eat half of it and no you know not going to give it to the chickens because by the time anybody realizes it's bad it's already like so focusing on like what we're making and figuring out how to create those freeze-dried meals and have you know extra things on the back on the back end so that when we do have days where it's like oh my gosh we've been working all day super Mm -hmm. tired don't want to make anything we just pull out a bag of you know freeze-dried chili boil some water and bam we (laughs) we have chili so it's just i i I just i'm looking at things like that and yeah yeah sure it'll be more work to Mm -hmm. crack open three quail eggs than it is to crack open one egg because you know for all of us to have a thing of scrambled eggs if we have nothing with it is 15 16 17 18 even upwards of 20 eggs Mm -hmm. from our chickens so that's a lot of quail eggs (laughs) that we'd be going through 
but I don't care because at the end of the day it's still it's still better than going and buying you know Jimmy Dean breakfast sandwiches and heating those up in the microwave (laughs) because they're just so bad for you and our bodies will be so happy that we're going back to basics because basics don't have to be unflavorful they just have to be less processed so that your body goes ooh real food <laughs> so yeah though i i i'm not too concerned about it being like oh man i have to crack open three eggs to every chicken egg mm-hmm. i don't really care because no matter what at the end of the day that's eggs and then eggshells for the garden and mm-hmm. you know for feeding back to the chickens for like all the things that we do and figure out the whole zero waste side of it eggs are you can't go wrong with any kind of egg in yeah. the house and my lordy, of all the things that we could have, chickens and quail are like the only egg-producing things that we will ever have on this property because I am not having peacocks and mm-hmm. I'm not having geese. Like, I see people that have like 10, just 11, one 12 ostrich. Ge- Let's just get an ostrich. <laughs> I just, people have, they hold those eggs up and I'm like, oh my gosh, like those are massive. Mm-hmm. But then I think of like, you know, I don't want... I want geese on our property. Geese are mean. They're like, no, but when they're domesticated, they're so nice. Uh Uh-uh. We have ducks that were supposed to be domesticated and nice, Mm -hmm. and they're not nice. (laughs) So, no thank you. I'll take our chickens and quail any day over any bigger bird, because the rest of them are mean. And, yeah, sure, they give you bigger eggs, but eh, I'll I'll stick with our one egg-laying duck, Mm -hmm. because having those duck eggs for baking is great. Yeah. We don't really use them for much else. Like, we'll make them and add them to scrambled eggs, but for the most part... But we're giving them away. We're going to give them away with the with the chicken coop if we do that, so... Because I know David and Amber would absolutely take them, so... The only other thing I can think is to leave them there and put the chickens over on the other side, so... Which, actually, now that I say that's not really a bad idea. <laughs> oh, anyways... <laughs> Welcome to the Afternoon Dive on the Stupid Podcast on Everything, where I'm Joey. And I'm Kiki. And we talk about everything. And nothing. All at the same time. So it is our free-for-all Friday. And uh, yeah, we're just, we have some stuff to talk about. So first, you know, let's talk a little bit about media and and some stuff that's going on, even though it's generally stuff we steer away from. So on Monday, two people were terminated from two opposite news groups. And it's interesting to me, right? Right. Um, Tucker Carlson, the number one voice and number one um, celebrity on Fox, was terminated abruptly. And we didn't want to talk about it immediately because, you know, we all want to see how things go out. Um, But also Don Lemon was fired from CNN. Mm -hmm. And now those of you who listen to us all the time will... You know this answer, but for those of you who don't, if you're new tuning in or don't know where our affiliation is, we hate everybody. Yeah. We we genuinely, look, we we genuinely believe that there's good in the groups of people, but that the corruption within the elite of those groups taints the entire group. Yeah, I cannot stand watching CNN or Fox. Right. It's just hard. we, We don't believe that everybody at Fox is, you know trying to religify everything we don't believe that everybody at cnn is trying to welcome in a new world order we don't believe that everybody who's catholic you know that all catholic priests are predators to children we don't believe that everybody who is somewhere in the lgbtq whatever letters spectrum is looking to capitalize and convert the world. Just like we don't believe that everybody who's a vegan wants everybody else to be a vegan and can't go 15 minutes without telling people they're vegans. It's just that those who do that ruin it for everybody else. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with everything. We are we are believers in hedona non victa, which is Latin. And basically means do everything and anything that you want in life so long as you don't make victims of other people in the process. It's that simple. And on Monday... Fox terminated their largest grossing, highest audience viewing host. And CNN did the same thing with somebody who's been on a backslide for a long time. Lost his primetime show, basically went back to a morning show and is now out. And it comes down to two things. And and I'm going to say this and I want to say this very cleanly. The media is toxic. The the mainstream media in every way, shape, and form, and I'm including Fox, and I'm including um, 
CNN and these and MSN, uh, MSNBC, MSM, all of these, because they don't give you the news anymore. They tell you what you should think and what you should feel and what you should think and feel not only about yourself and what your decisions are, but anybody who has a differing opinion. Yeah, it's gone from you watch the weather and the weather doesn't, you know, they don't say, hey, it's going to be cloudy and, you know, 85 degrees today. A perfect, you know, temperature for thunderstorms. You know, watch out. They don't sit there. They don't. Sit and there if you and don't go, agree with the weather, then you're a racist, misogynist pig. Yeah, but even they, even <laughs> the ones that aren't like that dramatic, like they don't sit there and go, yeah, I personally don't like it when the weather is like this because it's horribly muggy outside. And, you know, I think if you like that, that's just really weird. Right? And it says a lot about you. Like they don't do that. They tell you, yeah, oh, hey, and they have a couple of jokes here and there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they have fun with it and they're just like normal people reporting to you what the weather is going right. to be and then you hop on over the news and it's like hey yeah there was a school shooting and uh it's a terrible thing yeah if you think guns are supposed to not be banned and that you should you know have one you're a horrible horrible person and then on the other side you have yeah no you know the, the weather was nice yeah thanks for that guys so you know tuning in uh we have that there's you know going to be a drag show at this uh, church yeah and somebody tried to to throw a Molotov in it yeah and now he's being arrested and being you know put on a you know he's gonna have a bunch of a bunch of you know, he's he's in a lot of trouble. <laughs> like, oh, man, you know, he's doing us a favor. And then, like, it's just like all this is it's just opinions. Now mm-hmm. they they tell you the news for about 30 seconds and then they just run off on all the different opinions about it. And I'm like, I what? This is so ridiculous. It's not like, you know, even especially when everything with like COVID started happening, we had everybody bringing on all of these people that, oh, yeah, they know everything. You know, this is, you know, all of the things that, that qualify them to give us their opinion on everything that's going on. It's mm-hmm. like they're not sitting here telling you about COVID. They're not coming on and going, yeah, I work for the WHO. This is what we're talking about. This is what we're looking at. This is, you know, the testing that we're doing right now. No, they come on and they go, yeah, all of you should be wearing masks. Why? Because you should. Because what about those old people? You know, you, you have to care about them and your kids. You know, you have to care about your kids. You're, you're putting people in danger and you have to. It's like, no, 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 no. I don't want your opinion on it. I want you to report to me what's going on mm-hmm. with COVID. Like it's everything now is like that. And it is so frustrating because you, I, that's part of the reason why I can't stand watching the news anymore. I like reading articles and mostly headlines. And then I go, wow, that's a clickbaity headline. And then I'll go search for what actually happened. And then I'll go, okay, now I know what happened. I don't read even the articles online are like that. Nobody's sitting there reporting what happened anymore. Unless it's like rooters. If I go on literally anything else, mm-hmm everything else sits there and tells you yeah so this is what happened and uh these are all the reasons why you should care about it and all the reasons why it's a horrible thing and all the reasons why this and this and this should happen after this and it's like whoa 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 i just wanted to know what happened give me the details give me the police report give me this give me that and then i'll form my opinion on it and it's it's become such a problem that you know at least now it's a lot easier for everybody to sit there and go you know everybody's you know giving their opinions mm-hmm. it, it's a lot better than it was even just you know three four years ago where you were sitting there and they were just kind of shoving in their opinion in a way that didn't sound like an opinion and so everybody else was sitting there literally being manipulated because with those words coming out of their mouths without being obvious that it's their opinion and getting mm-hmm. like super like you know worked up about it because somebody gets worked up about it you go okay bro calm down right <laughs> like, this is your opinion like, i get it this, but they would just this is an opinion piece there. you're supposed to be the news yeah and you're supposed to be fact giving facts you know that's what and, they're for right and it's like and both both Don Lemon and Tucker Carlson are not news pieces. They are not. They are opinion pieces. They always have been. They always will be. Uh, Don Lemon first tried um, the you know neutral standpoint. It just didn't work. Everybody saw through it, and then it wasn't until he was, you know, him um, that that people saw what he really were was, and he was more right. Were more <laughs> right. You were more drawn in by who he was. And the same thing with Tucker Carlson. Now, the funny thing about Tucker Carlson to me, um, and and this is just where I'm at about this, is that Tucker Carlson hasn't been lying. He and and this is and and believe like okay, so fact checkers went through it, and we we always go through and talk about fact checkers and and things like that. And fact checkers are um, about fifty percent because fact checkers themselves are generally biased, and so when you have Fact checkers that are biased, you have to deal and filter through that. And we filter through a lot of things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so for 
for that, it's like Tucker Carlson had made the statement that the Metro police uh, during January 6th were escorting the shaman, which anybody who knows, you know, the January 6th story knows who the shaman is. The guy who was wearing the buffalo horns and painted face. Right. Mm -hmm. They were escorting him through. Well, they weren't. And so they called that out. And 100 percent, they were right. It was not. And and that was it. But that that's it. That's the only thing that he's ever said that's actually been proven to be a lie. The other stuff has just been bias. And it we've read it and looked at it and we're like, wow, this is just bias. So, OK, interesting to look at, you know. And so for him to be fired is crazy because I showed you a video and we saw it a couple of weeks ago or a couple of days ago where he basically called out the media where he's like, you know, you're in the media for so long. You don't realize that you're you're a, a mouthpiece for the higher ups. And then a couple of days later, he's fired. And then he does the thing afterwards and he goes, hey, I just want to apologize. He goes, because I've come to realize that people are good. He did a video this week. The people are actually generally good. Most people actually get along despite political differences and things like that. And we do. We go places. We have we have friends and we have people that we know who are on all different sides of the spectrum mm-hmm. on the politics. And we're just like, OK, but. Fox and, and here's here's the thing to understand is that Fox and CNN and almost all of the, the mainstream media. They're biased. They're going to be biased and there's nothing we can do about them being biased except to filter through it and go, OK, well, that's your biased view. But when somebody's claiming to talk about the news and claiming to just report the news and then you hear terms that get thrown around like, oh, the Democrats, the the radical left. Right. We hear mm-hmm. this or we hear the ultra MAGA. Yeah. You know, like I, I have looked it up. Do you know what ultra MAGA is? Nothing. It's as much of a talking piece as assault style weapons or weapons of war type weapons. It's like, um, excuse me, those aren't things, you know, it's like everything is a weapon of war type weapon at some point in in history. Mm -hmm. I just I want to point out that at some point in history, rocks were weapons of war. (laughs) Okay, you know. Fire is still a weapon of war. This is what a weapon of war is. It's, it's like these, these kinds of statements, but they're buzzword heavy statements where you sit and you hear all this crap and you're like, okay, and it gets through to you. And you know what? Fox is facing the same kind of backlash right now that Bud, Bud Light did, Anheuser-Busch, right? You decide to take a political stance on something that you really just shouldn't be taking a stance on. What is it going to take for you to just make beer? Mm -hmm. What is it going to take for you to just report news? And what happened with Fox? They lost over a billion dollars in market share, plus the 700 and something million dollars settlement that they have going on. They've lost so much. Why? That's that becomes my question. Right. And I personally what i look at and i believe is that because tucker carlson pointed out that hey we're not unbiased that we're actually are a mouthpiece suddenly he was fired and he was fired to the tune where almost two billion dollars was worth the loss see i i think the the problem is that in all of the i want i want to say ostracizing but i don't know if that's the right word Mm -hmm. of CNN and Fox and just them being, you know, the faces of left and right mm-hmm. for politics, you know, news reporting for politics. I I feel like they've dug themselves in a hole because yeah. on one hand we have that people are realizing they don't care and they just want the news. So they've probably been dealing with enough backlash in the background of people going, okay, we get it, what's the news? Mm-hmm. That they finally de- decided on both sides, you know what, 
we hear you, you're right, this has gotten way out of hand from something that started, you know, when Trump was running for president, right. that's when all of this started. Yes, for the longest time, we already knew Fox and CNN were left and right, and we dealt with all of that, and everybody was okay with it. People tuned into whatever they wanted to tune into, mm-hmm. and they took at face value what they took at face value and did their more research where they needed to do more research. That was normal. But then Trump ran, ran for president. And everything, all hell broke Mm -hmm. loose and they decided we're going to now fight against each other. Not because, you know, we want people to watch us more. I want people to watch you more because we're purporting the news and now we're, you know, we're rivals in that. It became, well, now you don't get the people that are on my side. And well, you don't get the people that are on my side. And it's like, whoa, 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 what are sides for? And they dug themselves so far into the left and right holes that they put them in that now that people are going, oh, my gosh, it's over. Can we let it? go Mm -hmm. they went okay you know what you're right we're not really reporting news maybe we should start firing some people and but they're too late they're right. never going to be just You're, news you reporting. You can't go back thing. to it. it. Yeah. Look, look, you, we were in an abusive relationship with the mainstream media. There is no world where we just suddenly forgive you and move on from here. Yeah, it, it's well, and that because th- that and they also have that now their audiences tune in for entertainment. Mm-hmm. Nobody is tuning in to Fox. Well, yeah, some people are, but for the most part, nobody's tuning into Fox to get news anymore. Right. People are tuning into Fox because they want to hear Tucker Cars Tuckle wow tucker Tucker carlson and his crazy outrageous things that he says and Mm -hmm. the people that he sits there and interrogates not interviews they're not interviews anymore they're interrogations right where he just sits and laughs at them the whole time that they're talking if they have a differing view yeah and just goes on and harps on these people people tuned in to watch that and the same thing on cnn side people didn't tune in because they wanted to listen to the news and find Mm -hmm. out what's going on in the world people were tuning in because it was entertaining to watch somebody on their side get mad at somebody that's not on their side and watch somebody get triggered and all this other Mm -hmm. like that it's entertainment they are no nobody views them as a news source anymore so they can't just big flip-flop back and go oh man you know we just we're gonna forget those seven years that we just didn't report news let's let's go into to you know news now and everybody's like "Mm -mm." you know we don't even watch you for news anymore we go to these people for news i listen to reuters if i want to know what's going on in the world Mm -hmm. you i go to because i'm bored and i need some drama in my life so let me turn on and see what's going on in the world of all the leftists or all the right people this the ultra maga the oh my gosh the crazy super far left liberals like that's all it is getting into a room with people that agree with what you agree but the the problem has been that that when i talk to the average person and i talk to a lot of people and we've talked about the fact that i'm ridiculously social and for whatever reason people love to talk to me about everything (laughs) like i will go to eat dinner somewhere and have a and those server will start talking to me about politics be like wow i don't ever do that or religion or whatever it Mm -hmm. is and it's like and i don't do anything Right. I don't like, hey, what do you think <laughs> about not exactly like you look super approachable either? <laughs> yeah, I'm I am. I'm the person that most people are afraid of. Like, I honestly have been thinking about like people avoid me, like literally yeah. will get out of my way. Oh, sorry. And I'm like, what? I, and I just genuinely didn't see them or think anything of them. And it's like, but I end up having these discussions with people. And when I talk to them, it's like, holy crud. Yeah. You know. Those people who who look pro-choice or pro-life, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I just I just say let's just call it what it is. It's it's pro-choice or not pro-choice. That's it. Really, mm-hmm. really, what it is. And we have a very very specific view about it. And what's funny is the more people that I talk to about it, the more people actually are like, yeah, well, that's reasonable. And that's the thing is like we've gotten to such a polarized point where if you're on the right. There is no way that you could possibly believe in any kind of, you know, birth control of any kind. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh, the morning after pill. There there are people out there who are like taking birth control pills. Look, you know what? Birth control pills do a lot more than just handle birth control. They they also help affect body chemistry issues Mm -hmm. and mood issues. And it's like and they make your periods not kill you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they can make them easier, like, less painful. They can mm-hmm. eliminate your PMS system sy- symptoms, or they can literally eliminate your period entirely. Like there are so many different mm-hmm. reasons to get on birth control instead, and not just preventing a child. <laughs> yeah, and it's like you know, 
we we but we're we're so extreme that you you believe that you're you have to be in one box or the other and we're not and the more and more people i talk to the more and more people aren't i have talked to people who are ultra religious that are that i sit there and say hey look i get it right that in in your mind and your heart and everything about you and every conviction that you have that is a life the moment that that's that one cell hits the other right yeah I get it. I understand. Do you understand that those cells don't even split for the first two weeks? What? Like literally, it's a single cell for the first two weeks. Well, no. Okay. And do we go through the reactions? But so, but at the same time, you know, the people I talk to who are pro-choice, I go, are you really for post-birth abortions, which is just basically leaving a baby to die on a table? No. Like that's, that's not what they're, and I'm like, okay. And so you sit and you talk and you, and both sides go, okay, I see this. And, but then they get to that point And then there's always that one nut job that's like, and I'm sorry, if you're that person, you are a nut job. There's no other way about it. Sorry to lose you as a listener. Not really. Cause yeah. but you know, you, you find that middle where nobody's happy. That's because that's generally what a middle ground is. You know what a middle ground is? A middle ground is when I come home from work and I want to sit down and I want to have a beer and I don't want to do anything else that night. Right. And then my my wife, my girlfriend, my kids, they're not happy with that because they have a certain requirement of my level of time. Okay, so we find that compromise where neither person is in a blissful place because they got their way type mentality. Cause that's what we think about in every argument, right? I have to get my way. And it's like, even if you don't understand your way, like for me at the end of it, it's like, no, I like spending time with my wife. I like spending time with my girlfriends. I like spending time with my daughters. I like spending time with my animals. I never want to be that person who feels so bad about his dog passing away because he picked that night to be like, Shh, I don't want to deal with the dog tonight. And then the dog dies at night. That happens all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's something that lives with you forever. And they're never going to be that person or your kid the next day because you don't know what happens the next day. You know, you're sitting there watching the news every day. Somebody's dying every day. Kids are dying every day. And whether those kids are dying from a heart attack at 16 on a football field or dying from an ac- a car accident or dying from a gun or dying from whatever that every single time that's somebody's kid who is gone and they'll never have that time with them again. So I get that. But compromise is all about compromise, right? Mm-hmm. It's a co-promise. Oh my gosh, really? <laughs> that's what it is. It is literally a, look, if you buy a used car and the car dealer is it and the car salesman is excited about you buying that car, walk away. You are making a bad deal. If you are walking away from buying a used car and neither one of you is happy, there you go. That's that's a good thing because you're never going to have a deal where the car dealership's going to take the loss. They're just not. But you can make them not happy. I've done it. You know, it's it's the same thing. And when but the news with Tucker Carlson and the news with Don Lemon and the news with with all of these people on, on all of these stations is all about sides. Rachel Maddow is about sides. If you don't agree with Rachel Maddow, you're homophobic. No, I didn't even know Rachel Maddow was gay. I, you know, here's the funny thing. I never cared. Right. I didn't (laughs) care. I don't care who's gay and who's not. I don't care who's gay and and who's not among the music that I listen to. I'm sitting there listening to music and somebody's like, oh my gosh, you listen to Elton John? Well, you know, he's gay. That doesn't change. Oh my God, that makes his music horrible. Right? (laughs) Like, no, it just makes, oh, okay, it makes Daniel make more sense when I'm listening to Daniel. You know, but it's like, I don't care what the the issues with the person. Does, Does Elton John go out and make victims of young kids? No, then I'm not worried about it. Okay. Did Don Lemon sexually, you know, um, harass a bunch of employees? Maybe. Well, then maybe I care. But does that change what his news is? No. His bias and what he tells me and what he does is what changes what his news is. Same thing with Tucker Carlson. If somebody comes in with a differing viewpoint in Tucker Carlson, I like Tucker Carlson. I like listening to him. I like his viewpoints. I love his, I love the ideas that some of the ideas he has. But then when I watch him, when he's interacting with somebody and somebody says something, he just starts laughing at them and just laughing over them. It's like, that's off-putting for me, mm-hmm. you know, because that's 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 not it. And it's like, and 
But the fact that he started to see it and he said something and then he coincidentally, the number one figure in Fox was terminated. Mm. It just that strikes me that he's hitting the nail on the head that the companies who own BlackRock, who are invested in BlackRock, who are, you know, who are invested in Dominion, who are invested in Fox, who are invested in CNN, who are invested in all, don't want you pulling back the curtain and showing them the guy behind the curtain. And so got rid of him. And that's how valuable it was to get rid of him. Now, that gets my attention more than anything else, you know. But that's they both got terminated this week. And it's like and everybody's bipolar about everything. I never drank Bud Light. I don't care that Bud Light put a, a trans person on there as their spokesperson. What I care about is that we're encroaching on women's month without any problems in the same way that we took and decided that black lives matter meant that we couldn't have any black spokespeople on any consumer products. And so now we still have cream of wheat and the Quaker oats guy. We still have KFC and Colonel Sanders, but man, we better not have aunt Jemima, uncle Ben or the land of lakes girl. They're all gone, man. We have whitewashed our logos and our (laughs) mottos. We can't have the, 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 the chiefs. We can't have the Redskins. No, let's have the Patriots. Let's have the Americans or American. Let's, let's have all it like, don't do you not see that uh, that's kind of funny do you not see (laughs) nazi okay um do you not see that what you you're doing is actually putting steps back like people had you you know what was funny was and and i know you were too young to to really remember this but when it came time to legalize gay marriage you know most people were just like okay or most people were like, yeah, I don't care, you know, or, and, or there was somebody like, ew, I don't want to see it. Well, I don't want to see anybody getting married, like for the most part, but whatever, don't go. But most people didn't care. And you want to know, do you want to know one of the states that actually voted against gay marriage? Mm. You I bet you blow your mind, blow your mind when I say this. California voted against gay marriage. What? Yep. Look it up. The California Supreme Court overturned the vote because they just didn't like it. Basically found it, you know, that was, wasn't what, what the actual Californians wanted. But California voted against gay marriage. That's weird. California. So, and, and yeah, anybody can look it up. Fact check me. It's, up, it's, it's one of those things that I thought was just, I was like, wait, what? How'd that happen? I never cared. I don't care. Mm -hmm. I don't care if it's man and man, woman and woman, man and woman, woman and man, whatever. I just didn't care. As long as you're not making victims of other people in the process, I don't care. I don't care about age difference. They're legal. Okay, cool. That's all I care about. That's That's where I go to, right? Because Life is all about your road and everything that you do being different from you. What I do care is when news disappears. What I do care is when news is misrepresented. What I do care about is when people have opinions about things until you dig into it and then they don't want to discuss it because they don't. How do you have an opinion about something that you don't have a conviction about that you don't understand? Right? Mm -hmm. I think we talk about we've talked about sexism before. Can you name, have you found one company that pays a woman less than a man for the exact same position? No, but I also haven't gone interviewing and going through everything. Right. I just... I, I've Google searched it so many times because let me tell you something. Shell, Exxon, Microsoft, HP, Apple, Anheuser-Busch. If you found any of those where women were paid less for the same job as men, for the same performance as men. That would be all over the news. But it's not. Why? Because it doesn't exist. It's literally a gaslight. We've been gaslit. We are a gaslit nation. We actually have people that want to get rid of gas stoves. Because they don't understand that natural gas 
is actually more efficient than electricity when it comes to cooking foods. Because non-chefs are making decisions about what chefs do. You know, it's like with medical. Non-medical people are are making decisions about our medic our medical lives. It's there are religions that don't believe you should go to a hospital or you should have pills or you should take any kind of medicine in any way, shape, or form. Because your creator has made you perfect in the way that you are and you should be able to naturally handle it and take care of it yourself. And if you can't, then you're a weak person. You don't believe in God. You don't have faith and you should die. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. Are you are you kidding me? This this is this is the belief, you know, I I got I have to say this and um, I'm hoping it doesn't strike us and we don't get in trouble for this. There is a discussion about whether or not Corrine St. Pierre was in a drunk driving accident close to her home where she was reported slurring her words. It was on body cam and people who actually have pictures of her car smashed up into a pole. And now it's being said that that never happened, that there's no pictures of it. There's no nothing, even though there are pictures of it. I have no idea who that is. Corrine St. Pierre is the White House spokesperson. Okay. I'm sorry. Corinne Jean Pierre, but I've just been saying St. Pierre. So, saying that on March 26, 2023, near her residence, was involved in an incident while driving while drunk. With witnesses and, and statements all over the place emerging that she was slurring her words and was having difficulty standing upright. And the White House and everybody else and saying, nope, never happened. And my problem is, is that I'm so cynical that I'm more likely and more inclined to believe that it actually happened and they're covering it up because we do have cover ups. And it's like and Fox does do cover ups and CNN does do cover ups and all these places do cover ups. And it's like you look at these and you go, everybody does cover ups because everybody wants to look in their best best light. Everybody wants to look the best that they can. So they cover up everything that they can. Anybody who doesn't doesn't believe that should know about these things called spanks. Spanks are made to make you look better than you are. Makeup is made to make you look better than you are. All these things that we do and, and say and all the stuff that we have is made to make us look better and, and change the appearance and everything else. But I have a question. Let's say she did. What does it have to do with anything? What does it have to do with the news? What does it have to do with politics? What does it have to do with war? What does it have to do with any part of it? And so when I look, when I think about it that way, you know what I say? I don't care. Like, when you hear celebrities and all this stuff, like what's going on in celebrity gossip right now and everything else, do you actually care? Mm-mm. Does it affect your life? Nope. What affects your life right now? <laughs> everything that happens directly to us. Okay. The garden, right? Yeah. Like, what were you reading about? Oh, that girl who like overkills the the fertilizer for yeah. her tomato plants, right? Mm-hmm. What was that? It was, she used like six different, uh, Six different fertilizers just to get her tomato plants transplanted into grow bags. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's ridiculous. I've, I, I don't do anything with my tomatoes and they grow perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. And everybody swears up and down by doing all this crazy stuff to it. And it's just unnecessary. And that's something that affects our life, right? Going fishing. It's like our worms are ready for us to split again. We got to do that this weekend. Oi, so if you want to take some worm compost in case and castings, yeah, I got to get you to do that because I got to split them up. <laughs> so it's it's kind of crazy because, yeah, we have to either split up the three or we break down the three. And and it's like our worms are doubling and doubling and doubling and doubling. It's going to get out of control pretty quick, you know, and those are things that affect us directly. Do we care about NASCAR? No. Why? it doesn't affect us at all mm-hmm. and nobody cares about it you know it's like hey for those of you who watch nascar cool that's awesome i i genuinely don't care i don't care that uh, about a bunch of people driving around watch football baseball any of that don't care i don't care about what's going on in celebrities lives and i don't think most people do either i think most people who are in touch with what their own lives are when when you get into like these homesteading groups what do they care about? Hey, can you guys identify this plant? Can I eat it? <laughs> like, that's the biggest thing people like foraging groups. That's, I love that. Hey, I found a picture of a plant. Can I eat it? No, it's a picture. Like, no, can I eat the plant? Oh, uh, 
I don't know, you know, type type situation. But those are the ones that, that catch my interest in, in everything else. I want to get the boat up. I want to get the boat going. Why? Because I want to go out on the water. I want to go fishing. Why do I want to go fishing? Because fishing is awesome and I want to go fishing and that's, and I want to catch nice big fish. And if I catch nice big fish, you know what I want to do with them? I want to freeze dry them because I want to give my cats cat food. I want to have cat food for my cats sitting there and waiting. And it's like, cool. That's the way you do it. That's the way it works. And, and that's things that directly affect your life. Things that directly affect your life are what you should care about. People's opinions are opinions. You know, believe it or not, you can vote for Trump and not like Trump. Crazy, right? Mm -hmm. But it's like because anybody like anybody right now, like you read it this morning. What kind of gaslighting spin spinoff were you reading about how great Joe Biden's been? <laughs> exactly that. That it was all the great things that Biden has done and since, you know, he became president and, you know, just talked up everything that he has done. Which wasn't a lot. I mean, when it came down to it, it was like, really? That's not not impressive, right? Mm -hmm. So, and it's like, okay. And, it, and then what happens is because we've said that, somebody else is going to be like, well, Trump. No, we're not talking about Trump. We're talking about Biden. When Trump was president, we would specifically talk about Trump. We didn't sit there and go, well, at least Obama. You know, we never did that. Why is this now a thing? Why is this a defense? Right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, and it's sad when political views separate family because everybody's so polarized. Like, you know, if my mom can't sit and tell me how horrible a person that Trump was, she doesn't want to talk to me. And that's fine. I, I don't care. You know? And, and just, it's the same thing. So, anyway... <laughs> <laughs> that said what 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 are our plans for the weekend right now <sighs> well i specifically want to finish off like we have we have mulch still sitting out there now mm -hmm. we actually have some cardboard and i have to get on the girls for putting it over by the trash for some reason because that's where they decide to put it and obviously where that trash where our trash cans sit there's a dip there and then it rained so they're going to have fun because mm -hmm. they're going to be the ones to carry it over to the garden. I'm not going to try to do that. Hopefully it'll have dried out enough that they can pick it up without it just falling apart. Mm -hmm. Because if it just falls apart, then it just has to go to the compost because I can't do use falling apart cardboard. But anyways, um, got to gotta get the rest of the mulch laid out and everything. And then I have to build the uh, cherry and grape tomato trellises. Which I've pretty much decided in my head what they're going to be. And it's not like, you know, it, I'm just worried about it not being like level because I don't, I'm just not, I'm, I'm still learning with building. And it's almost like I, I'm sitting here going, man, I, I might like have you do it. But then I also thought about it and I was like, I just need the level to figure it out. But then if I have things that are like too tall and I have to use a sawzall and it's just, it's going to be interesting. It's, mm -hmm. it's mostly frustrating because I know that I wouldn't be so intimidated by that if we knew where our orbital sander was. Because then I'd be like, yeah, no, yeah. that's fine. Where'd it go? Yeah. So we, I, it's maybe, okay. I was looking for my angle grinder because David was asking me, he's like, you have an angle grinder. I'm like, yeah, of course I have an angle grinder. I use it like half the time. Yes, I have one. And it was like, can't find it. Can't yeah, find I that. Can't that find the, the random sander. Can't find the orbital sander. Can't find either one. We have we had the round one. We had the square one. And we had the triangular tipped one. Yeah. And they're all gone. Yeah. We literally got them because uh, I don't remember. It was something that Nikki needed it for. Mm -hmm. And she was using the the circle one. And that's what I was looking for. And I remember it. We were using the, them all for the flooring. No, we 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 rented things for the flooring. But we also had the edge sanders that we were using that we had. Oh, well, then it's just been so long. I yeah, forgot that. I just no, remembered that. Yeah, that's how long it's been. So everything's just mysteriously missing pre-Anna. Like, Anna's like, I've never seen that. And I'm like, I believe that. Well, see, but that doesn't make any sense because I saw the circle one sitting okay. in there on the table. And I was like, yeah, that doesn't belong on the table. It's just, it's so frustrating. The biggest thing is that, like, at some point for, you know, spring cleaning kind of kind of vibes, we, as a family, have to go through mm -hmm. the bungalow and start throwing away things, you know, dried paint, old cans right. of things and things that are broken and just put away for some reason. Like, we have to actually go through all of our stuff in the bungalow and put it, you know, organized in a way that we're not going to, 
you know, stare at, you know, a shelf and not be able to see what's behind mm -hmm. the 17 products in the front because, you know, we can't move it because if we move one thing, all of it will fall. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, that's what we're that's what we're sitting with right now, which is, you know, again, that's a big task. And I don't, you know, plan on doing that this weekend because there are other more pressing things to get done. But, yeah, I want to get the, the trellis done. And I have, you know, my ideas for that. And it's not hard once I get it built. It's just getting it built and I'm going to need help doing it because I obviously will need people holding wood while I screw mm -hmm. things in. Um, so there's that and then the mulch and then um, we can't fill any more tomato beds and I need to start pumpkin seeds so that I can have, but we have to get the trellising for the big thing that I always forget the name of um, that you built me. <laughs> the entrance to my garden oh okay yeah the archway um, we have to get the little crisscrossy trellisy thing so that i can actually put the pumpkins there um because now we're at that point where yeah it's warm enough and i can plant them i have to plant my next round of corn um because i'm planting them in blocks so that we have you know continual harvest for mm -hmm. the most part um and it's gonna end up being like a wall to the garden same thing with the um the to the cherry and grape tomatoes i have to figure out where some of the things uh because I, I have one more bed in the back that is filled that I keep going back and forth on what I'm actually going to put there. So I have to figure that out because the okra, I've decided I'm not going to do a full bed of it just because we didn't do much with okra last year. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to like, you know, I have, uh, I think like eight or nine that I have planted right now. I think I'm just going to stick with those and, you know, we can take some as we take them and figure out what we're going to do with them. If we get to a point where there's enough of them on a plant that I can like start a jar of pickled okra or something, then I could try that and see, you know, if we actually enjoy it or not. But yeah, no, I, I've, it's just mostly garden things all weekend. I told Nikki that I would like her to mow the backyard for this weekend just because I would like it done right at least mm. once <laughs> so that we can work nice and happy without, you know, tall grass to trudge through. So kind of wanted to start there as like you know everybody you know get everybody up and like we were talking about you know everybody works better when we get up have breakfast made coffee whatever but light happy breakfast instead of you know getting up and making waffles and sitting down for you know two hours talking about all the things we're going to get done and then we sit yeah. there and go man i'm tired from breakfast because <laughs> we do that a lot <laughs> and so i'm thinking like i'm gonna get up and i'm gonna make like eggs maybe make like you can have like a slice of toast kind of thing mm -hmm. and then get out because you know i want i just i want the girls to be interested in the things that they're doing and mm -hmm. right now they're interested. Lily is enjoying building with you. Anna has been enjoying just being outside. Tabby's been enjoying just being outside. I've been, you know, they got to the point where they understood, okay, we're the ones moving the dirt around. And then once they got to that point where they were working on it together, all three of them, they're doing a great job. And they had they weren't arguing and fighting when they were doing it. Like the first couple of times, they're just like, man, working outside. I don't want to work outside. <laughs> now, you know, that's what I wanted was them to be able to get to that point where I'm like, mm -hmm. yeah, no, you're moving dirt today. They're like, okay. And they enjoyed it. Like, yeah, no, yep. I don't want to be stuck inside. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> I'm never going to let them know that that's the point. Because then they're going to go, oh, that was the point. Well, now I'm going to be mad. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. but they just got to get the angry out of them with being grumpy because they got woken up. Because then they get 30 minutes of being awake and then they're good. So that's what I, like, my, my goals is to pretty much, I'm at that point where I don't care if the girls hate me for the next two weeks until they get used to it. I people are getting the f up in the morning because we just we all work together when we, and work better when we're all up and we all are doing things i can understand their resentment when we make them get up and then mm -hmm. we're not doing anything i can understand that so like that's perfectly valid to be angry that you're getting chores done and the adults are just big chilling like that's that's annoying i remember feeling that exact thing like yeah no i go to school all day and you sit here and run a daycare all day but then at the end of the day i have to clean up after your daycare mess that right. makes no sense i i also did stuff all day I worked and my grades are good. So why do I have to come home and clean up their mess? Like I hated that. So I understand when they get frustrated. It's like, and it's was different for me because nobody was making me dinner. Mm -hmm. I had to make my dinner. I had to do all these other things. It's like, so I get it when they have, you know, when they have to get up, they have to go to school and then they come home and they have chores to do. And then they, it's not, you know, we're making them dinner. They're cleaning up the mess. So yep. they, you know, that give and take relationship was there. It was like, but when we're just sitting around and we're like, yeah, no, make pizzas for dinner. Have you done the kitchen yet? It's like, like, yeah, no, you didn't really, you, we didn't really contribute that day. So they have a little bit of resentment. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, nah, I get it. I understand it. 
I, I don't want to be that parent. <laughs> if you're getting up, I'm getting up. You want, you know, to get up and eat and everything, then I will wake you up when breakfast is ready. That way you have a chance to get up, you know, get, you know, or when breakfast is about to be ready, get up, get dressed. And then we all sit down at the table and go, we're working. And then they go, okay. And then we got like, you know, 20 minutes, eat. And then we outside, like, that's mm-hmm. it. Get your water. Yeah, I was, I was <laughs> thinking about the fact that like, I think one of the best productive days that we had was when I sat there, I was like, all right, we're going to work like I did when I worked at Vallejo Sanitation Flood Control. Everybody get out. Come on, sit down. We're going to eat our burritos. All right, everybody eat your burritos. Uh-huh. All right, time to work. Let's go. It's 8 o'clock. Let's go. Go work, work, work. And that's how and we, we were... worked all the way through to 12. Yeah. And it was like 12 to twelve to 1, we had our lunch. And then 1 to one to 5, we just worked. And we just absolutely worked. And it was like, uh, 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 you know. Yeah, and it that's was like, how our, our Saturdays went when, when you weren't mm-hmm. home, is we were up up mow the lawn now before it gets hot so they were up at seven mowing lawns (laughs) like nikki would get up and she would mow the lawn you know right when the sun came up Mm -hmm. so that lily could have the lawnmower right after that and she would mow the backyard as soon as you know but just before that sun would really pass over the house so she was mowing in shade yeah she was nice and happy and cool and then everybody was done with that porches got clean everybody was inside done with their outside stuff by noon and they were all happy with that because then by noon it's already 85 degrees and nobody wants to be out there when it hits 90 Mm -hmm. so it's like like, yeah, I want to get them into the habit of that now before it becomes a, you know, frantic. Oh, my gosh, we, we forgot that, you know, it gets hot here quickly. If we're not up at six in the morning, yeah. we're, we're going to be miserable trying to get everything done. So it's like, yeah, we need to really get to that point of appreciating that we're getting up and we can stay outside until three before it reaches 85. Mm-hmm. Because, man, we're really going to wish that we were more appreciative of that time when it starts to be, you know. 100 by 3 and it's 85 because it didn't drop below 70 at the, at nighttime. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not excited for those days, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> but I'm prepared. More prepared than we have been at all since moving out here because this is the third year and we have an actual buffer season yeah. where it's actually for been For the first time. Yeah, we've been sitting here and just nice and, and chill. It's been great. We've been only dealing with literally our hottest day, I think, was 88. And that was like mm-hmm. one day. And then it dropped back down the next day. So it's like we are we actually have a spring. Everybody's happy about it. I was just looking at my memories, too. It's like, yeah, literally at the beginning of April, I had been putting on my mosquito hat and going out to the garden with long sleeves that I was just, you know, already accepting that I was going to be sweating to not get bit by mosquitoes. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, there are a couple of mosquitoes out there, but for the most part, we put on some bug spray and we're not really dealing with them because there's just not a bunch of them out there yet. Yep. We had a dry winter, so we're actually not dealing with the results of having a bunch of pooling water as soon as it started getting warm because it's just now starting to rain. So, yeah. and it's, you know, sitting there, like it, the ground is absorbing it quickly mm-hmm. because we had a dry winter. So it's like everything is going the way that it should be. For once with the weather, so we're actually having the ability to get outside, and I am excited. It's just, yeah, the girls, literally, it sucks, but putting them on that, you're up, we're eating, we're going, we're working, we're working, we're working, you get your break, go to the bathroom right now, now you get your water, now you do that, and they just... They find fun in it as soon as they go, okay, we're working today. Mm-hmm. They just have to have that first hour of them being awake, they're just angry. But then they realize, hey, we're not going to be, like, angry at you while we're working. We're all working, and we're yeah. going to listen to music. Like, working doesn't have to be boring. It still could be fun. <laughs> like, So, yeah, no. You, you got chicken coop that you're mm-hmm. going to try to finish. I've got garden things that I'm going to really try to finish so that I'm at that point where, I'm, for the most part, just going outside to harvest things and water because – I'm literally almost at that point. (laughs) It's Mm. literally just filling up those last, the last two beds back there, put those last vining crops and then that's it. Yeah. And and the last thing that I want to say that I was kind of excited about was because we know that we have the trees and we have that one metal fence along the back. Mm -hmm. I don't have to build a cover, a covered chicken run. So I was pretty happy about that because hawks don't like to dive through trees and, and things like that. So it's like, so if I build an entire fence line, that's the height of what our fence, that back fence is. And I can just do that two by fours and however I want to do it, the chickens will be good. So I was like, okay, well, that took a lot of stress off of me because I was looking at how I'm going to have to build a covered chicken run. And I'm like, that's going to be a big fat pain in the butt. But now I'm looking at it going, nope, I don't need to do that necessarily. So I'm okay. So we'll see. We'll see how it turns out. But I'm, I'm genuinely kind of excited about it. I've also thought about just cutting the top part of it off and sitting it down on top of everything else, you know, so We'll see how it works. I'm, I'm like, if I got to change the way the walking path goes, I'm going to change the way the walking path goes because I care about healthy birds and healthy food and 
the what the birds produce you know mm-hmm. is is good for us we we we're we're talking you know they produce nitri- nitrogen rich fertilizer right mm-hmm. and they produce eggs for us and it's like yes and we we want these things and it's like okay so i'm looking at all these things in the ways that i can do production and everything else so it's it's going to be interesting so we'll see how the weekend works out so I'll, we'll definitely have stuff to talk about in our uh, afternoon dive on monday so all right anyways don't forget to hit that follow button on whatever you're listening from. Like our podcast page on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. You can find all of that in our link tree in the description. And be sure to give our website a visit. StupidpodcastonEverything.com. And we'll have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday. Until then, peace out with your peace out. Bye.